Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. We wish we had enough crayons to explain this, but more government does not make you more free. The Kate Daly Show starts now. This thing called messenger RNA, or mRNA for short, that transmits the critical information from the DNA, our genes, to the protein, which is really the stuff we're all made out of. This is the critical information that determines what a cell will actually do. And so we think of it like an operating system. And it's not just in every cell of our body, it's actually in every cell of every organism alive. It's the same thing. And so if you could actually change that, which we call the software of life, if you could introduce a line of code or change a line of code. Uh, you can basically do anything with uh, synthetic uh, RNA, DNA. Um, it's, really, it's like a computer program. So, I mean, I think with enough, with, with, uh, with an effort that's not too crazy, you could probably stop aging, reverse it if you want. Um, uh, these are, you can basically do it. You can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right DNA sequence. So, I mean, caterpillars do it. I always love it. The thought, I was like, gee, you know, what's the one thing on my bucket list? Turning into a butterfly. It's kind of hoping for that in my lifetime. Yeah, said nobody ever. Um... <laughs> You know, it's funny that they say it with a straight face, like it's uh, no, bait, no biggie. It's kind of cool. It's like new technology, like a new iPhone. It's uh, it's awesome. <laughs> can, you, can you believe this? Oh, you guys, Biden sweeping, uh, sweeping things going on in Bidenville. And of course, um, I will have Jonathan Dunn um, coming in. He's going to be speaking at an event tonight. And um I'm pretty sure it's at the Red Lion. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't have it in front of me. And uh, Jonathan Dunn and I, were we both had shows on The Blaze at the same time. And he's, uh, he's just such a good guy. He's from Ireland, and he loves this country. And he's got really great things to say. You're going to want to hear him. He's going to be really good. And then I have Chris Ann Hall. Uh, and, of course, you know, Chris Ann's fantastic. And then, have, uh, then I have um, 
Dr. Sean Brooks. He was the one that said, basically, um, stood up in front of the school board and said, uh, not our school board, another one, and said, uh, yeah, people are going to die and it's going to be on your hands. And what are you doing? And just real point blank about it. I love it. And so I'll have him on on as well today. And then uh, tomorrow, it's the Rebecca Roth show tomorrow, uh, 9-11. And I really, her books are, are quite amazing, to tell you the truth. Um, they just... They just open your mind a lot to the possibilities of, hmm, did they follow more or less the Northwoods protocol, the Northwoods operation that they had designed back in the 60s? Because it sure kind of sounds like it. And when you read her books, you'll see why. Um, metho- um, let's see, Methodical Illusion, I think, is the book, uh, one of the books. I'm trying to think uh, right off the top of my head. But uh, in any case, open phone lines you are just fine to call in and uh give me a call and and let me know you know what's going on with you what are you thinking i'm sure you have lots of thoughts (laughs) and and this is one of the only shows you know you can still you know really call in on i just did alex jones show for an hour and it was a lot of fun i really like doing that this was i think the fifth week or fourth week fifth week uh anyway fifth time and uh it's a lot of fun i like doing that every week uh kind of bringing some of the information i've learned Can I share with you something? I want to share this with you. You know, I was doing some research last night and I just kind of feel like they are always following the same game plan. And I knew that they had fudged the numbers with um, with uh, um, the 1918 flu. I knew they had fudged the numbers and they were fabricating them and they were hiking them way up because um, they just they just did over the course of. You know, 100 years, we are, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, totally spiked numbers. And I went back to polio to kind of look at what they had done with those numbers. And I found it a little, I found it kind of shocking, actually. So when polio was going on uh, in, in its spike, the interesting thing about polio was, is that you had 70% of the people who didn't even know they had it. Okay. They were counting those cases, by the way. So didn't even know they had it. A little bit like today, right? Like even, bit, even bigger percentage on this. And then 25% had fever or a sore throat. Okay. Then 5% had some stiffness and it was 1% and under. It was really 0.5% that actually had the paralysis. Shocking, isn't it? Because don't you think that when people got it, they were paralyzed, right? Okay. And it came from, you know... Uh, there's a lot of things associated with viruses, with cancer, viruses are causing a lot of things too. So keep that in mind. But so you have a 0.5 up to maybe a 1.0 um, in um, people getting paralyzed or death. And at its peak, you know, 35,000 cases in a year that I mean, it's not a, a, it's not the most tremendous amount you've ever seen. Right. 146 million people. OK. But there, here's where it gets really interesting. I'll, I'll tell you this, and then I'm going to take phone calls. Okay? So this guy, um, uh, Basil O'Connor, very interesting guy. Basil O'Connor, um, back in 1943, see, he had become fast friends with, uh, with Roosevelt. And of course, with the polio, that was what they gave in the press. Oh, he had polio. So, so he, so they became fast friends. Nobody really knows how. And they made him the um, architect of the National Foundation for um, Infantile, um, you know, um, uh, being paralyzed. I can't remember the official name of it. It turned into March of Dimes, by the way. 
And he started this in 1943, and their whole game plan was to work on an immunization, okay? He was really chummy with the Rockefellers. In fact, to the tune of the fact that they put on his funeral. I mean, they were there, and, and I mean, they are very, very, very chummy, Basil O'Connor. So Basil O'Connor is getting all this money from government, right? Because as soon as another year goes by, 1944, polio really starts to spike, right? Um, um, if up to about, what, 1952, 1953, and totally spikes. And all of a sudden, voila, he has the very thing that he had set up shop for. Now he has the reason to ask for more and more and more money. And this was really the first time that we were doing any campaign like this where everyone was giving. That's why they called it March of Dimes. The kids were sending in a dime to help. Okay. So Basil O'Connor is running this outfit. And guess who Jonas Salk is, you know, with the polio vaccine. He just happens to he just happens to be part of the crew under Basil. O'Connor. He just happens to be part of his group. I mean, you can be a coincidence theorist and think that all these quit. I mean, it just my gosh, he has the guy that invented the um, the vaccine for polio. Right. Wow. That was lucky. You know, he was quite a bit younger. That was lucky. Right. And so um, they started the campaign and they wanted everyone to have this immunization. And then, of course, you get into um, the mid-50s, and half of the shots were infected with monkey kidney virus, and they knew it. But they didn't want anyone to know. They didn't want to halt it because they didn't want to get a bad name. This is all documented. They didn't want to get a bad name. So they let it go. They said, like in that clip I played the other day, it was more important to put out the vaccine than it was to recall it. It was just more important. They got a lot of money to be made. A lot of money funneling into these groups, too. Does March of Dimes do some good work? Sure. But you have to go back to the game plan of how they do things. They get the foundation set up. They had a spike in, 2000, in, in 1916. And when they did the spike in, in 1916, okay, there was an article, because I looked it up. <laughs> there was an article, and in the bottom paragraph it said, it said, you know, with a spike like this, you know, we're going to need organizations to work on an immunization, an immunization plan. We need, we need some, some bigger companies to deal with this. We need an, we need an org, a government organization to start working with this. So hand in hand, government money goes to Basil O'Connor. It's funded by the government. It's funded by people. It's funded by corporations. Everyone's giving and uh, money explodes and they're able to get these shots in everybody's arms. The shots, uh, for we had 200 million people in the mid-50s in our populace. 90 million of them were infected. And then, of course, you had the cancer explosion that Ed Haslam talks about in the book Dr. Mary's Monkey. It's an incredible book. You need to get it. But we did not really have the problem that we're, we, keep, we keep being told we did. But if you really go back and look at the numbers like I did, it was kind of shocking because it was 24,000, 27,000. I mean, the numbers weren't as big as you think they were. And then, of course, um, it's in all the documentation under 1% ever got the paralysis. But they started this immunization campaign that everybody would get the shot. There were two things going on right before this, too. DDT was being sprayed. And, uh, and then also um, penicillin came on board, both things. So 
whether they contributed to it or not, I don't know. But I, I just find that so utterly fascinating, don't you? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. I'm trying to get there. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. Oh, hi. How hi, are you? Hi, good. You're live. You have about a minute. Good. Yeah, I really like the discussion that we had yesterday about uh, the mainstream conservative talkers. Mm. And maybe it's because I'm, I've been listening to radio religiously sure. since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. I still think Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, and all them are good talk I shows. I do, too. They may I not do get too. as deep as issues mm-hmm. as you do, but mm-hmm. I still think they have a place in the, in the radio industry and I do too. If I want actually, to get into did that deeper than I listen to you and well, Sam Bushman and others? Thanks. Did that did that come it. across yesterday? Because I think there are a lot of really good people doing radio that talk about a lot of truth. I think that mm-hmm. there are there are parameters that people stay in, right? Because you don't want to be considered fringy yeah. or a conspiracy theorist. They're really afraid of those labels, um, and so I think there's some things they stay away from. Um, so I I don't have things I stay away from. Pretty much I'm, you know, I want to, I want to look under every rock, but, but I really do respect a lot of them. I think a lot of them are very good. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'll admit if I want to know what's going on in Afghanistan or if I want to know what's happening Mm -hmm. with the, uh, the latest spending bill, I'll listen to Sean Hannity. If I want to get into deeper issues like 9-11. Yeah. I like Tucker or someone Mm -hmm. like you. Yeah. I like Tucker Carlson. There's, there's a, there's, there's people that I really like to listen to too. And, um, we're going to have to yeah. hit a break right now, but, uh, so I'll turn your volume down, but I, 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 I love where you're, I think, I think where you're going with this, but, um, but I think, you know, the question was more or less, you know, am I telling the truth? How can, you know, somebody trust that I'm, do I think that I'm the only one telling the truth? A lot of people tell a lot of truth. But I'm, I, I don't have any other motive on this show than other than to look under every rock I want to. <laughs> it's my show, so I can. Um, so that was kind of a hard question to answer yesterday. Hi, call. Um, so anyway, we'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Is your water heater leaking? Has your water softener stopped working? Are you calling every plumber in town and you can't get a call back? Well, at St. George Water Heaters, they'll resolve your water heater or softener problem either same day or within 24 hours. Guaranteed. Protect your investment with a courteous, trustworthy water heater man from St. George Water Heaters. No job is too big or too small, and they will even show up late at the same great rate. Visit stgeorgewaterheaters.com. Voted number one best of southern Utah Angie's List and Home Advisor.